What's shaking Fire Nation? JLD here, and welcome to episode 1410 of EO Fire. And this is where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneur seven days a week. And you have big goals, Fire Nation, and the Freedom Journal is your guide to accomplishing them. Visit thefreedomjournal.com and start accomplishing your number one goal in 100 days today. So let's chat with today's featured guest, Blair Barnhart. Blair, are you prepared to ignite? John, I say call the Puerto Rican authorities and let them know we're about to burn (laughs) this place down. Blair and his team are on a mission to save the world's crumbling roadways. He's the author of the Amazon number one bestseller, The Book on Better Roads, and has driven over 150,000 miles in less than three years to teach local agencies how to do this for less money and less carbon footprint and save our country $2.5 billion a year. Blair, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that little intro and give us a glimpse of your personal life. Awesome, John. And uh, P.S., thanks for everything you do for Fire Nation. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, the typical story, 2008 you know, crash. I was a former vice president of a large paving contractor, and I kind of was let out the door, one of the highest paid people there. So uh, next day, I had to get into the entrepreneurship world. I just decided to jump in. I feel like I've always been an entrepreneur at heart. Just kind of got sidetracked working for other people along the way. Married 35 years to my lovely wife, best friend, and business partner. We are very proud of our two very successful children. So maybe uh, like a lot of our entrepreneurial friends out there with Fire Nation, both left side and my right side of the brain are always working, competing for time, (laughs) musician on one side and engineering brain on the other side. So we built a multifaceted entrepreneurial business, and I can't wait to talk to you about it, John. Well, Fire Nation, we're going to get into details about what Blair has going on, his future plans, and of course, his past journey. But first and foremost, Blair, like you had mentioned, we are entrepreneurs. So how do you specifically as an entrepreneur generate revenue in your business? Uh, First and foremost, we have a core business built up of seven silos and the other uh, eight um, part of the business is a little fun on the musician side of the brain. So seven on the pavement side, we actually help cities and counties put the right treatment on the right road at the right time for the right reason with the right contractor. So we spent pretty much a, a, the last decade, I guess you could say, building out this, the Barnhart Group consulting side of the business. So we're actually doing as opposed to teaching. Now, when we're not doing, we're teaching. So If I'm in the field with our crews, we're out there measuring cracks. We put that information into a software program and we spit out a bunch of budget scenarios and I make it simplified. It's pretty technical, but long and short is people spend two cents a square with us, John. They save 10 bucks a square yard. It's the biggest no brainer of all of mankind. Then we built out an association, the International Pavement Management Association. We collect dues with charter members. We have online training with ITMA Academy. That's 70 hours of online training and certification. We have DVDs, books, webinars, podcasts podcasts, private coaching, private training, expert witness duties, and then as mentioned earlier on the fun side of the business, not that payment's not fun, (laughs) but we make it fun, but we do the 10-week Rockstar online guitar training program. So those are the eight main silos, and we followed your advice with focusing on one you know, of course, until we get success in one area and then we jump into the next area. But that's pretty much a synopsis of the revenue streams with us. 
I love that. And those eight silos, Fire Nation, that's diversification because, hey, say if two, three, four of those dry up or just the economy shifts, whatever happens, you know, you still have multiple streams of income. And of course, as Blair's always following one course until success, I'm sure he's opening up nine, 10, and 11, even probably as we're speaking right now. <laughs> now, Blair, what do I got to do to get you down here to Puerto Rico? Because there's a lot of great things about this country, but the roads ain't one of them. <laughs> I would love to be down there, brother. <laughs> Just give me an excuse. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to work on that faux show. And let's now talk about you, Blair, but specifically your journey as an entrepreneur. Because, you know, to use a little metaphor that might be fitting, it's, it's been a bumpy road. I mean, all entrepreneurs have experienced that bumpy road along our entrepreneurial journey. But what would you say is the bumpiest? What's the biggest pothole that you've ever experienced? That worst entrepreneurial moment? I'll share this story with you, John, and, and thanks so much for having me on the show. Yeah. We, our market, our avatar is probably the least likely to want to do anything. They don't really have an incentive to change. And I love these guys to death, but it's, I think in the private sector, it's a little different. But in any case, along the years of 2010, 2011, as we got the Barnhart Group up and running, I started to attend a bunch of conferences and I jumped around with complete strangers in the audience. I think you know what I mean. And I attended every conference, every seminar, um, you know, and just tried to meet as many people as I could, learn as much as I could. I felt like we were in a great position to, you know, kill. Uh, but in any case, I had to keep in my mind that all the while I was designing and uh, delivering these university curriculum programs and for federal highways and the likes of that, there re really never was a level of interest that was like what our mentors talked about per se. But I think of one specific example. It was really disheartening, John. I attended all the seminars, all the conferences. I signed up for the PLF with Jeff. And I even had the good fortune of having Jeff and John on the line doing like coaching calls. And we we designed the launch for ITMA Academy, the online training portion, one of the silos in the business. And I was so pumped up. I'm here, I'm here to tell you, John, I was already thinking about the guitars I was going to buy, the cars <laughs> I was going to get. I, the money was spent, right? I think I was bringing in a million dollars in the first day. Sure. But, because that's what our mentors tell us we can do. Well, you know, I think you were nowhere in going with this. So day one, launch, it's like September 2012. Crickets. Oh. Right? And I'm like... Oh, surely tomorrow's going to change. Yeah. So we did this thing for like, you know, the pre, pre-launch, the pre-launch, the whole thing. We followed it verbatim by the book and not one sale, John, not, not a drip, not even a phone call. Hey, Blair, what is this damn it academy thing? And I poured my heart and soul into that. I, 70 hours of online training, John. And it's like, this is long before we knew about the lean startup. So don't, don't beat me up too hard. Oh, in any case, I might be beating <laughs> up a little bit here. We'll talk. <laughs> I think. You know, page 180 of the Freedom Journal, day 62. Most people don't recognize opportunity because it's dressed in overalls and looks like work. Thomas Edison. <laughs> so I, reference. you know, work harder at what is working. I think that was really the biggest takeaway for us and the team is like, OK, we did everything like our mentors told us. But now let's sit back and do it the way we think it should be done with the knowledge that we've gained. Um, and, and we did go on later on to have some very successful uh, online launches and that and we, that we built off of this stepping stone john all right a couple things fire nation number one plf is product launch formula and the jeff that he's referring to is the great jeff walker who's just done you know amazing launches amazing this and that i mean just a great entrepreneur a really good guy past guest of eo fire for sure and you know plf is so successful because it does work but however like uh, blair said it takes work for things to actually work. And now just 
kind of stepping back for a second, Blair, and this is just me looking at what I'm kind of identifying as potentially what your problem is, because I know as much right now, Fire Nation, as you know about Blair's launch. I just know what you've just heard as well. From what I'm going to guess, you were struggling with some type of lead generation. I mean, if you're getting crickets from day one, not even people emailing you or this or that, it says to me that you don't have a lead generation flow. You don't have really traffic that's going to that. Because if you're doing everything else right, you should at least be getting some type of feedback. So how was that lead generation? What did that traffic look like? Like, What was that source of traffic that you were flowing into your funnel? Yeah, great question, John. And, and until you brought up the question, I never would have thought of this. But at the time, we had constant contact. We had about 3,000 people in our mailing list. Oh, wow. And since then, we've grown in Infusionsoft to 30,000 people. So you bring in more people uh, through different means, directories, and, and meeting people and the likes of that. And certainly, you're going to grow the business um, tenfold because you have 10 times as many people in the lead generation funnel. Well, let me kind of jump in here because I'm curious about those 3,000 people. Had you warned them up to this launch? Like, did they know that this launch was coming? Like, what did you do to let them know that, hey, this is building anticipation to this day? Oh, yeah, John, we we did the whole thing, the two minute trailer video, yeah. you know, with the, the cool music that's sad to begin with and then happy at the end. It's like, <laughs> we did you it all. I, go everything. Back to, I, I could go back to YouTube, right, and look at these videos from 2011, 2012. And it's, but, but why should I, what, why, what gave me the right to think that we would be different when, you know, I was working with a major university a certificate program I designed and we had three people sign up. Like, like they had a mailing list of 50,000 people, right. right? So it's like, but I just thought that I could do it better and reinvent the wheel. So looking back though, like what was the one thing or a couple of things that you really would adjust if you were to do it all over again? I mean, what do you think could have made that launch, not necessarily spectacular, but at least not crickets? I would have spent two or three weeks having people on Elance uh, get the directories from the cities and counties, John, and mm-hmm. build up the email list and go. warm them up, of course, with some pre-pre-launch videos, free content. And a huge thing, Fire Nation, that you can do that I've seen work so well, survey. Survey the audience because send out the email with a killer survey and don't always just have multiple choice questions and yes or no answers. Like, Don't always have that. You want to have short answer questions because if people are going to take the time to actually type out an answer, number one, guess what? They're a little bit engaged and that's huge. But number two, and this is even as key if not more, you can now see what their language is. What are they saying? Then you can use those words, their language, their vocabulary in your actual sales copy when it comes to launch day because now you're speaking to them using their language. So a lot of key things. And so number one, if you're sending out surveys and you're getting responses back, you know that you have an engaged audience. And if you don't, you better start scratching your head and saying, hey, how can I get this audience engaged? Or how do I get an audience to get engaged and and grow that audience? So those are just some things that are really going to help. We could talk about this for more, Blair, because there's a lot to learn about all these topics. But I think we really crushed it because I kind of want to move into the next story that you have for us, one of your greatest aha moments. So you learned a lot from that worst moment. You had some great aha moments during that time, but what's one of your greatest? Tell us that story. This is a moment in time I look back to, and I think this was a pivotal moment in our uh, time, John. It was sometime last year. It's actually an awe, awe moment that turned into (laughs) aha. (laughs) Yeah, so my neighbor just yesterday said, along the sales cycle, you've got to watch for the asteroid. So I'm going to give him credit for that. Uh, I'm sitting in a county engineer's office uh, in a state, and I'm I'm taking the high road here. I'm not going to mention, obviously, any names or uh, locations, but I'm in a state. I'm with a county engineer, one of our clients. We've just saved him like $2 million. 
And this is going to go on an annual basis until the end of time, just by getting, like I said earlier, the right treatment, the right road and, and so forth with the pavement management and the, you know, surveying the roadways, making sure everything is clicking. And I have another county engineer call me who I have previously spent a whole bunch of time with. He's in a whole different state. But the point is, if you're with me in the story, John, we're sitting in the office here in this county engineer's office. I've got this guy on speakerphone. The client, we had visited him a couple of times. We showed him how to save money. He was all excited. Uh, we discussed the software that we use for pavement management with his IT department. We explained the whole three-legged stool system that we designed to get better roads for less money. And, and they decided to put it out for bid. And I'm thinking this is the way it should be, right? I mean, it shouldn't be hard to convince people to save money. But uh, long story short, John, I'm sitting in the office with my client and I put the other county engineer on speakerphone. He says, sorry, Blair, our local contractors actually made some strong threats to the local politicians and my county commissioner. I'm not allowed to put this out, the payment management services bid or hire your firm. And I'm thinking, wow. boom, asteroid. Aha. Sometimes, John, your best efforts and results are not enough to beat the asteroids. And it's like, if I need a reason to get up in the morning, I'm, I'm in the RV, right? It's like 521 in the morning. And I'm like, why am I getting up again to go out and look at cracks? <laughs> Listen to John on podcasts all day. <laughs> right. What am I doing with my life? Right. And I think back to this aha moment. And I think, you know, federal highways are USDOT. And you, you know, obviously you used to live here um, in La Jolla and such, but at San Diego. But the point is, is that our USDOT is pushing in place recycling and pavement preservation and saving money and going green and all this stuff. But if at the local level there's corruption in the form of asteroids, I can't fix that. So you walk away knowing that I can only help those that want to be helped. And I have to be okay with that, John. And it's frustrating at times, but that's the aha moment right there. I mean, Fire Nation, think about that. And I love, Blair, how you preface it by saying, ah, because it was kind of an ah, because it's just like, let me just take all of this stress, like all of this future anxiety that I could be just killing myself over, banging my head against this wall of corruption, and let me just release it into the universe. And then let me just shift my focus, shift my time, my energy, my bandwidth into places that matter, into areas that I can actually make a difference. So Fire Nation, when you face that asteroid, when it comes, and believe me, there's asteroids in every industry, in every niche, in every business idea that was ever born, when you face that just look at it and say, hey, is this a planet that I can eject from and shift over while this asteroid just blows up Earth? Let me go chill out on Mars because, you know, Mars has got some good stuff going on here. So that's my big takeaway, Blair. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from this story? Don't beat yourself up over the asteroids. Just find the right customers and service them like heck. Fire Nation, just don't be so hard on yourself for things especially that you can't control. Love that message, Blair. So we're going to do a little bit of a shift into the fire round because I want to know a couple things about you, Blair, kind of you looking in the mirror. What would you say your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur is? Weapons of mass distraction. <laughs> <laughs> the more your business grows, John, the more strange people approach you. And you know what that's like. Oh. They want to partner with you and I really need to learn how to say no so that I can avoid the weapons of mass distraction. Uh, one of the partnerships we got ourselves involved with was a one-way street, and it just ended up in disaster and probably $100,000 in, in lost opportunity costs. And I'm still fixing it. I'm sure, and, and we did everything by the book. I mean, we did 
exactly everything that we were contracted in the agreement to do. And it was a one-way street and one person, I mean, asteroid again, one person (laughs) didn't share the same values as we did and they had their own secret agenda. And as a result, um, you know, like I said, I'm still going back and editing videos Mm. and and changing this and changing and lawyers, you you know, the story about weapons of mass destruction, WMD. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes people say success begets success, but in a lot of oppor- in a lot of situations success begets opportunities and fire nation when these opportunities start coming at you. Like you got to know how to say those two letters N O because you only have so much time, energy, effort. If you know your mission, your cause to the core, you know to say yes to the right things and no to everything else. Because one of my favorite sayings, Blair, is when you say yes to something, you're actually saying no to everything else you could have potentially done with yeah. that time, energy, effort, and bandwidth. Now, Great Blair, point. thank you. Uh, what's your biggest strength as an entrepreneur? Hey, yeah. Back to the Freedom Journal, yes. uh, two, page 230, day 82. Perseverance is the hard work you do after you get tired of the hard work you already did, Duke Gingrich. I have no off switch, Fire Nation. (laughs) I know a lot of you are in the same boat, so don't feel bad. Um, I've built a team of people here that strongly resemble the moles in the whack-a-mole game at the local fair. You know, oh, I recognize one, that, yeah. You've done this, right, John? You go down to the fair, you put quarters in the machine, the heads keep popping Just up, keep and you hit them with a hammer. That's us. <laughs> <laughs> no one can stop our heads from popping up. Fire Nation, resilience is a touchstone that we as entrepreneurs need to live by. Now, Blair, you have a lot of things that you are excited about right now, but what's the one thing that has you most fired up today? little secret gift at the end of this podcast. So stick around, Fire Nation. And uh, of course, having this show, John, is amazing. I mean, this is like the highlight of my career right here. And um, also, most recently, we were pre-qualified through a rigorous qualification procedure in the San Francisco Bay Area. So we've got a four-year contract ahead of us with maybe uh, potential for some backlog of work. And Fire Nation, you know, when you start to get a little backlog ahead of you, you can start to ramp up and have some staff in that. So we might be on the cusp, John, uh, having me go from being in the business to on top of the business. So that's exciting. We're scalable and um, it's fun to watch the baby grow. Well, that's super exciting. And Fire Nation, I kind of actually want to take a step back right now to just recognize Blair for a second. I mean, this is a guy, let me just tell you, I talked to him for the first time, you know, let's on the clock about 20 minutes ago. And this is what I know of him right now. But what I could just sum up in one word is classy. I mean, you've heard this guy thank me multiple times for being on EO Fire. He's given multiple shout outs to the Freedom Journal. You know, he is just doing the right things as an entrepreneur, building a relationship with another entrepreneur. So I just hope that you're taking notes when people like Blair step on EO Fire and they do these type of things. Like it doesn't go unnoticed to me and I hope it doesn't go unnoticed to you, Fire Nation, because that's how you build real, meaningful, sincere relationships. So Blair, thank you for that, brother. And Fire Nation, we're about to enter the lightning round. We're going to take a quick minute first to thank our sponsors. Whether you're hiring a team member for the first time or the 20th, recruiting the right people can be stressful. There are so many job sites out there in so little time. That's why when it comes to hiring, we recommend ZipRecruiter.com. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites with a single click. We know from firsthand experience just how easy it is to find the perfect hire with ZipRecruiter. We just posted our job once and within 24 hours, we watched dozens of qualified candidates roll in to ZipRecruiter's 
easy to use interface. The best part, there are no emails and no calls to juggle. Simply screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 800,000 businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by using ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. And just one more time, try it free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. It's crazy that we've moved everything we do for business to the digital world, but still need to pick up, sort, and manage physical mail? But check this out. EarthClass Mail helps you move your snail mail into the cloud, and it integrates with the tools and services that you use every day. With EarthClass Mail, you have access to all your mail online 24-7. Search your mail, send invoices over to your accounting software, sync important documents into cloud storage, deposit checks, and really, just make running your business a whole lot easier. You also get a real professional address to share publicly with customers, business partners, and investors. And you'll never need to worry about someone showing up to your front door if you run your business from home. EarthClass Mail is a brilliant solution that's perfect for businesses and independent entrepreneurs of all types. Visit earthclassmail.com and you'll get your first month of service free when you sign up using promo code FIRE. That's earthclassmail.com, promo code FIRE. Blair, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Yes, I am. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I remember laying on the floor as a kid at seven years old, and I think I designed Central Vac before it ever became reality. And I'm like, why would I be doing that at seven years old? I don't know. Point is, I feel like I was born an entrepreneur. And then, you know, when I was forced to go into entrepreneurship after working for the man for so many years, I feel like along the way, there was a gap where, you know, while I was building other people's dreams, there was a strong force kind of pulling them away. And, and, and pulling myself away and suppressing those entrepreneurial dreams. I'm so glad they're back again. But I would say a career working for the man that was holding me back. What's the best advice you've ever received? Quick story, John. I'm in a VIP event and I meet this guy, Mastin Kip. Everyone's going gaga over my. So I ask people, who's this guy? And they say, well, you, didn't you see him on Oprah? And I'm like, I don't even know this guy, but I'm going <laughs> to walk up and I'm going to introduce myself. Just like I did to you at Icon. Yeah. You know? And uh, I said, Mastin. Uh, I'm Blair. And he's like, oh, okay. (laughs) And I'm looking at all seven feet of him, right? And I look at him and I say, how did you get on Oprah? Could you give me a little advice? And he just looked at me. He just gazed right in my eyes, John. And and he just said, serve, serve, serve. So without a doubt, um, you know, Gary says, uh, and Gary V, right? He says, jab, 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 right hook. I think we just jab, 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 and then sometimes forget to ask for money. But <laughs> we, we have produced more free content for pavement engineers and uh, budding rock stars than anyone will ever do in this lifetime. Wow. And, and that's okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, you believe in the cause and you're doing great by that. Now, what's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Fire Nation, I made us the 521 rule. Oh. <laughs> 521. So 521 AM. Uh, and I know your alarm goes off at 520. So I wanted <laughs> to give you a one minute head start. <laughs> so 521, I set the snooze. Nine minutes later, I get up at 530. I kind of frame the day while I'm laying there with the snooze on, kind of listening to the music. Uh, I get up, I get a coffee. I get with Sean T and him and I uh, love hate relationship every day, T25. But the 521 is I try to listen to five podcasts. I'm up to 800 now, John. So I'm getting there. If you do one a day and I listen to five a day, we're going to be okay. Yeah, we'll be there. (laughs) I try to implement two of those techniques that I hear in the podcast. 
Uh, so that means I, I call my uh, administrative assistant or uh, somebody in the in the you know organization here. We try to get one of those techniques implemented like that day. So if I hear something on one of your podcasts, I text Lori. She puts it in Trello, and it becomes something that needs to be done. So cool. And then finally, uh, the one, and this is not for the faint of heart, Fire Nation, but the one is listen to one audiobook or read one book. So that's a big day for me. It doesn't happen every day, John, because as you are aware, when you're producing content, sometimes you're up like in the wee hours of the night and then it throws that whole schedule off. It takes a couple of days to get back to it. But that would be my personal habit. I love it. And just to clarify, I actually get 10 minutes of a head start on you because I don't snooze, Blair. Uh, That's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) You got me, brother. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? Absolutely. Audiobooks and two pair of Beats headphones, because if you're going to do the 521, you need one pair charging and one pair on. (laughs) If you could recommend just one book, Blair, what would it be and why? Watch how I slip two in. Jeff Holson, The Slight Edge for people that are already in the business. And if you're thinking about being an entrepreneur, Gary Vee, crush it. Well, you must have heard me say this at least once, where if you're going to read the book, The Slight Edge, you have to follow up with The Compound Effect. Have you read The Compound Effect? Yes, sir. Yes. Listen to it. (laughs) Good. Just as good. Even better, probably. Blair, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world that's identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Love this question, John, as everyone does. Wisty account, uh, video hosting account, open up a YouTube account. Get an Infusionsoft account. I'd talk them into giving me something for free or a free 30-day trial. Facebook. Uh, you know, one of my mentors said to me one day that for if Mark would let him spend a million dollars a day on Facebook, Facebook ads, he would do it because he gets $2.80 <laughs> back on every dollar he spends. So absolutely, I would tap that Facebook target market. Um, I'd produce 10 hours of Final Cut pro training videos on just how to make videos because I, I feel like that's one of the fun things I do and it brings me a lot of pleasure. So I'd like to pass that on to other people. I'd give away one hour of content for free and then have a plus this one time upsell into Infusionsoft and then I would rinse and repeat, maybe collect $100 for the 10 hours of training or 50 or whatever works, whatever the sweet spot is. And I'd take your advice too, John, and probably survey those people on Facebook to see what they'd like to learn in the training before I set about doing it. Fire Nation, I hope you're taking notes on number one, how to be an entrepreneur, how to be resilient, you know, how to look out for those asteroids and have that ejection plan and just that mindset of like, listen, I can't change corruption. I can't change the world. Let me just release that stress, that future anxiety and everything else that we've talked about. And let me just say this, Blair, I want to end today on fire. So give us a parting piece of guidance, that little kind of gift you have for us as well that you mentioned before the lightning round. And of course, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. John, parting words of advice. Uh, And I made this up just for us today. (laughs) Be intently focused on today and living in the present so you don't wake up tomorrow starting to regret for a lifetime all the things you didn't do yesterday. Wow, love that. And you can reach us at blairbarnhart.com forward slash fire. And that will take you right <laughs> over to, are you standing up at the standing desk, John? Because you might want to sit down. I'm half squatting now. Okay, I know you're going to be clicking right now. Blairbarnhart.com forward slash fire takes you right over to forfirenation.com. 
That's with F-O-R or with the number four, like you trained us. And there's three buttons there. Number one button will get you like four hours of free. I mean, I just, I locked myself up in a KOA cabin and I just, <laughs> I unleashed the entire framework of everything that John and I just talked about. Um, free, no strings attached. This is no NLP tactics here. No spammy, nothing. It's just goodwill like Mastin Kip taught me, serve, serve, serve. But number three gives you access to 10-week rock star. If you ever wanted to learn how to play guitar, Thank us later, but in 10 weeks, you're going to be rocking around the campfire <laughs> with your friends. And button number two, if you want both, if you can't get enough of rock guitar training and entrepreneurial training, click on the button in the middle, John. And all free. No, no strings attached, guys. Love wow. you, Fire Nation, and love you too, John. Well, Blair, right back at you, brother. And Fire Nation, you know this. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with BB and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com. If you just type Blair, B-L-A-I-R, in the search bar, his show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today in Fire Nation. These are the best show notes in the biz, time-stamped. You name it, all the resources, it's there. And of course, BlairBarnhart.com slash fire has all those goodies for you just waiting. And Blair, I want to thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, bro. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Blair today. I mean, what a stand-up dude. Really enjoyed having a great convo with him. And question, are you ready to set your skills on fire? Yes, your skills. I am committed, Fire Nation, to staying cutting edge with new opportunities like Snapchat, Facebook Live, Instagram, you name it. If it's cutting edge, I'm teaching it at skillsonfire.com. Whether you're hiring a team member for the first time or the 20th, recruiting the right people can be stressful. That's why when it comes to hiring, we recommend and use ZipRecruiter.com. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash fire.